My name is Angie Alstrom, owner of Angie Alstrom Life Coaching, and this is Creating Happy, a podcast for women of faith to remember who they are and what they are capable of, even with depression. All are welcome here to learn amazingly effective strategies for building the life you have always wanted, regardless of your circumstances. Hey, hello there again. It is so nice for you to hear my voice. I would say it was nice for me to hear your voice, but you have not left me a voice message yet. So go on anchor.fm, leave me a comment or questions. I would love to answer your questions either on the show or through email. That'd be so cool, right? I could hear you too. So this week, I'm going to talk to you about anxiety because it's such a common problem for so many people. I myself have been dealing with anxiety for years. (laughs) For some people, it's an actual medical condition that requires the attention of a doctor and some medication sometimes. And for others, it's just part of being a human with human emotions. And we just have anxiety attacks sometimes. (laughs) So, I mean, I, like I said, I've, I've felt it a lot in the past and I've had it both treated and untreated. So I kind of know how both ways go, but even if your anxiety is currently being handled with medication, it is invaluable to learn how to manage your mind to reduce anxiety and improve your life experience. For me, anxiety comes when I feel like there are like too many people around me that I can't control, who I want to control in some way, (laughs) you know, like my kids um, or people visiting my house for extended periods of time. Um, I also can get anxiety when I'm feeling claustrophobic, like there's too much stuff around me and I don't think I can move. Um, And what it feels like for me is like vibrations in my arms, especially, and like a pounding in my chest. And it gets a lot harder, well, a little harder, I guess. It gets harder (laughs) to breathe during these times. Um, I used to often like run away and hide or like cry to myself or start yelling at everyone around me when, when I would have these anxiety attacks. But now I've learned to reduce and even prevent the attacks most of the time, which is what I want to help you do today. So anxiety, if you Google the definition, because why wouldn't we? It's Google, (laughs) is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. So really what this is saying is that you're worrying about something that hasn't happened yet. Something that may or may not happen because it's in the future and really there's no way to know. So really you're using your imagination to create something negative um, and pretend that it, it really could happen. It really might happen and you need to worry about that. And your brain does this, by the way, it's your brain doing this, your imagination. (laughs) Um, It does that to keep you safe. Its job is to keep you alive. It likes to try to predict the future so it can avoid any kind of pain or any kind of discomfort. See, it's really funny to think about because the future 
only exists in our minds. We never actually reach the future because every time we get there, it's the present, right? So we're worried about something that has not happened, something that may or may not happen, something that we've completely just made up and it only exists in our mind. And our brain thinks this is protection. <laughs> so we're sitting here, we're worried, we're nervous about these pretend things. And the anxiety doesn't come until later. Anxiety, anxiety <laughs> is a secondary emotion. Um, anxiety comes when we allow the fear, the worry, the nervousness, um, the stress to continue and accumulate and get worse and worse. And usually this happens because we are resisting that emotion. We're like, oh, I don't want to feel this. Oh, I don't want to feel that. I don't want to feel that. But I do, I do, I do. And then it breaks out into this anxiety attack where we're having a hard time breathing and we don't want to be around people. And from there, it can even go into a panic attack right? Where it may become so hard to breathe that we actually pass out. Um, so how can we prevent this from happening? It's actually really simple. We're going to deal with the primary emotion and not allow it to escalate into anxiety and panic attacks. So I'm going to kind of describe the last time I almost had a panic or almost had an anxiety attack. Um, I am currently staying at my in-laws house and I love them and it's so much fun. Um, but they have limited space in their kitchen and I went in there to go do some dishes and they have so many things on their counter because they can't put them up in the cupboards because um, the cupboards are full because of their limited space. So I was feeling really claustrophobic <laughs> um, and I almost allowed it to go into anxiety. I was just looking around like, oh my heck, there's so much stuff. What am I going to do? It's closing in on me. But that's not what we want to do, right? We don't want to allow those thoughts to create this insane emotion because the dishes aren't actually going to attack me, right? They're not going to jump off the counter and pile on top of me and not allow me to get away. <laughs> so what I needed to do was to identify what emotion I was feeling. So that was claustrophobic. Okay, so this is claustrophobia, I would say. And then I would find it in my body and for some reason, I feel it in my shoulders, like my shoulders get tight and I kind of want to pull in a little bit. So I find it, I find it in my body. I say it's in my shoulders. It feels like a tightening and a squeezing and it looks like, uh, I'm going to say it looks like, uh, walls are like a press, like I'm sitting inside a press and it's pushing my shoulders into the middle of my, my body is like closer and closer to my ears and just squishing me and that's what it looks like then I remind myself that this is only happening because of sentences in my brain okay I don't even have to identify the sentences at that point I can just remind myself hey this is just an emotion 
that is caused by thoughts. You're not actually in any danger. These things are not actually going to jump on you and hurt you. <laughs> you're not going to die. That's my favorite one. I like to say that one to myself a lot. Hey, you're not actually going to die. You're okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's just happening because of sentences in my brain. And then I just sit there and allow those feelings to come. I don't resist it. I don't say, hey, you shouldn't be feeling this way or um, because I should be feeling this way. And I know that I should be feeling this way because I am feeling this way. I'm not going to fight against reality. It is how I feel. So therefore it is how I'm supposed to be feeling. But that does not mean that I have to feel this way forever. So as I just lean into it and allow it, describe it to myself, remind myself that I'm actually not going to die, then it, I get awareness around it, which creates control over it, and it starts to subside slowly. Now, the time frame of which it subsides is going to vary from case to case and person to person, but as long as you are following these five steps, one, name it, two, find it in your body, three, describe it, like how it feels, four, describe what it looks like, think about like if you were describing it to an alien who's never felt this before. What does it feel like? What does it look like? And then five, remember that this is just happening because of sentences in your brain. You will gain that awareness. It will eventually subside. Or you could do the alternative, which we described before, where we try to repress it and try to just tell yourself, we say things like, no, you shouldn't feel this. You need to get over it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And then we layer on more negative emotion. Like, like I feel ashamed that I feel this way and I feel guilty that I'm not helping with the dishes and things like that. That's what causes the anxiety and then the panic attacks. Not what we want. Just allow that first primary emotion. What I want to offer to you here is that um, these negative emotions that may or may not lead up to anxiety are not actually a problem. It's actually all part of the plan. It's exactly what's supposed to be happening. <laughs> in the New Testament, in Mark 13, verse 7, it actually says, And when ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, be ye not troubled, for such things must needs be, but the end shall not be yet. That is only one of the many scriptures that remind me that negative emotions happen, bad things happen. We are not supposed to have joy all the time and peace all the time. We are supposed to feel these negative things. Everything is supposed to be kind of 50-50 in life, um, where they're good sometimes and hard other times, so that we can get that experience of both and really appreciate the good times and to really grow from the more difficult times. So just remember that, that when things are not feeling perfect, when you're having those negative emotions, it is not actually a, pro a problem. It is all 
part of the plan. Uncomfortable, but planned. <laughs> now, after you've gone through this process, the, the steps to feeling that emotion and working through it and allowing it to subside, then you can go ahead and do some thought work, um, try to understand where it all came from, the thoughts that you were thinking that actually caused this negative emotion in you that may have led to anxiety. And then work on what you want to think in the future. Do you want to think that those uh, dishes are coming in on you? Or do you want to think that they're just going to take care of themselves and it's going to be okay? Because guess what? I thought that and they did get done. My husband jumped right in there and did it because he's awesome. But in more general, more faithful terms, I want to talk um, about peace and what peace is. How you can feel peace instead of those fears. So my favorite, of course, if you don't know me very well, well, if you know me at all, this won't come as a surprise, but um, I always like to think of Christ because um, he's the Prince of Peace. And he, when we have faith in him, our faith is the exact, exact opposite of fear. And really, anxiety is fear-based, really, um, right? With like um, it being stemmed from nervousness and worry. Those are all fear-based. So faith is the opposite of fear. The only true faith we can really have is faith in our Savior, faith in our Maker. Um, that's where the foundation of my faith is. Um, so Robert D. Hales also said in one of his conference talks that peace is the opposite of any conflict. And I like to tie these two together a little bit because I think that conflict, like the anxiety, the worry and nervousness is a conflict going on inside of us. And he says that peace is the opposite of that. And Christ is peace. So when we have faith in Christ, it calms that conflict. So what I want to, just one story that really stuck out to me when I was thinking about this is when Christ calmed the sea. Um, and that he was in a ship and his disciples were there and the storm was raging and Christ was sleeping. And I'm sure he knew that the storm was going on. I'm sure that he felt it. I think... I mean, anyone would, right? Um, but he wasn't worried. But his disciples were worried. Um, and they came to him and they say, Carest thou not that we perish? And he says, O thou of little faith. Like, why are you so afraid? Don't you know I'm here? And don't you know that I can control this? And that I can calm the storm? And that I can bring peace to you? In Robert D. Hales' talk, he ends it by saying, quote, The one who had power to calm the elements of earth has power to calm our souls, to give us refuge from the storm. Peace be still. So anxiety is a common challenge for many of us, but it can be better managed by knowing that it's caused by thoughts we're having and that we can control our thoughts and that we don't have to use our imaginations to create 
a future that only exists, exists in our mind that is scary and horrible and not what we want. But we can use that imagination to create something better for us. And we can use our minds to remind ourselves of Christ. And we can manage our minds by going through the steps to really process through these primary emotions so that it does not escalate into anxiety. I'm so glad you guys keep listening from week to week. I would love to answer any and all of your questions. So you can leave me a voicemail on Anchor. You can leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, email is another option. It's Angie at AngieLifeCoaching.com. You can find more information about my coaching services on my website. And while you're there, click on service on the services tab and sign up for a free session. We can talk together, you and me, either on Zoom or on the phone. And I am really good at helping people with their problems. So I will just sit and listen to you, no judgment, and I will help you work through whatever is going on with you. Um, I'd love to help. So thanks again for listening, and I will talk to you soon.